Welcome, everyone, to Bridging Wisdom. From the blood of shamans to the wisdom of the History Channel. Someone is here who's been taught the old ways. Kathy Cook, Bridging Wisdom. Hello, everyone. We're on the air. This is Bridging Wisdom. I'm Kathy Cook. And with me tonight, I have my best friend since the eighth grade, and I'm 64, so you can figure that out. Uh, Mady Hewitt Lowry. Hey, Mady. Hey, Kathy. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good hearing from you. You're welcome. Woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's our calling, our calling yeah. card. Her mother used to stand outside and go woo woo to call us in to, to dinner, and then her sister started doing it, and we've done it ever since. She, we, she called in my kids like that, and I called in my kids like that, and then she balances my chakras that way. She'll get it, get the pitches going it works so wonderfully. Yes, it, it does. I tell you what, Mady is a scholar in uh in the Bible and works for evangel evangelist uh uh Edwardian. What's his name? Georgian Banoff. Georgian Winnie Banoff. Yeah. How long you been working for him? Wow, twenty something years. Yeah, you've been to Israel. Yes, in two thousand and eight, I was able to go to Israel, and it was amazing. I know. Yeah, that was a whole different feel, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like the Bible comes alive. It's like wow, you read all these stories and you walk where Jesus walked and. Where the apostles and all the miracle signs and wonders, and yes, it um, really comes alive when you go and see it in person, and just to be there in the promised holy land. Yeah. Well, what do you think of all these comings of time and revelations, and and all these promises that, like the stinging lotus, that I, that several people think that are the drones, the stinging lotus or drones, and and the uh the uh, yeah it's um uh you know uh, God is showing the signs of times in um in this day, and uh just like with all the um one year recently we had like four four um four awesome things with the moon, and we had a full um a full moon last night, and we've had some red moons in the past, so there's a lot happening, and as it says in Psalms 19, 1, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord and and in his glory and, and the sign, you know, just the signs of the times and just, I'm, I'm sitting outside right now and I'm just looking up at the sky. I'm trying to catch a cat so that got out of the house, but I'm 
it's it's amazing that you know I'm out here at that same time that I'm we're, that we're talking about it and uh-huh. talking about um, God just reveals things in the sky. Even in Abraham, he said he told Abraham, "Look at the 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 stars in the sky. Your descendants will be like the stars. You know, too many to count, and um, your descendants will be like the sand on the seashore." You know, he and he was in his late late eighties or whatever, nineties, you know, still waiting from for a promise and, and, and God fulfilled his promise um in more ways than we can imagine and here we are today. But yeah, so the sky is just um amazing. Like um the, there's um there's a um the the new age I'm not sure what they call it, but they have the um the stars and they have like the Hercules. Well in biblical it really is Jesus as the Hercules that that we see in each of the um the twelve um uh signs Zodiac. all represent a biblical. So anyway, so God shows his glory in that. The zodiac signs. Well well it's we don't they don't call it the zodiac signs, but the um in other words, yeah, the the what um what some people call Hercules in one of the letters of sign, it's it's really Jesus. They just uh, some people just use it and say that it's something else. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, lots are happening, and um, we're just in we're in an exciting side exciting times right now. I mean, you know, just the things that are coming, and um, just the harvest of souls, and just. Woo, just the excitement and the glory of the Lord, you know, just because he, he will, the glory of the Lord will cover the earth, you know, and um, so anyway. What uh, were you talking about the gold? Oh, oh, back in the 80s, I would go to my um, girlfriend's house. I would go to my girlfriend's house and would sit there and would watch solid gold. And I told her, I said, oh, man, I'd love to be a solid gold dancer I, I just love that show, and um, and at that time, um, I really I was raised up in the church, but I wasn't going to church. I wasn't um, back with the Lord, but I did come back to the Lord in the nineties, and um, so now I go to um, a church and my praise and worship. We get up and we dance and we praise the Lord. And um, one day I was at home in October, and I was just I had my worship music on, and I was dancing and praising the Lord and. God brought me back to that season in the 80s, and he reminded me. I, like, totally forgot about that, but he reminded me I wanted to be a solid gold dancer. And he (laughs) he told me that I am, I am a solid gold dancer for the Lord. And I was like, whoa! (laughs) You know, what what the enemy meant for for evil, God will bring it for good. So, yeah, so I I was just amazed, you know, just um, how God will just, reveal things to you from your past and you're thinking oh that will never happen you know well i'm not a solid gold dancer on tv but he turned it for good you know where i'm a solid gold dancer for her for him so yeah so that that was amazing revelation god gave me the streets of gold in heaven yes yes and then uh yes the streets of gold are solid gold in heaven so um you know i went i went and i um I googled gold and it's just amazing. Let me see if I still have it up on my phone. I had it up earlier, but um, yeah, I mean, gold is like the the topest, the topest, the most highly prized metal in the world. Is it? So, uh, 
Yes, yes. Gold, yes. That's the highest. Oh, Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Because if you think the streets are I, I do are know, gold. <laughs> I do know that it comes one time with the sun when the sun was born, and it get, only fills a, a Olympic-sized swimming pool. That's Wait, all the say gold. that again now. Say that again. I read in uh, one of those uh, encyclopedias that's just the, about the heavens, and it mm-hmm. says the gold comes from the sun when the sun is born, and it fills up the, the equivalency of an Olympic-sized swimming pool of pure gold, and that's all we have. Hmm. And it only comes when a sun is birthed. The rest is, okay. is is not purified. Okay, because God made the sun and the moon. Okay, so what we have for um, yellow and gold are also used to describe fire, and fire represents the presence of God and how God refines us, as it says in Deuter- Deuteronomy 4.24. Therefore, yellow represents the joy. Oh, my stars! Yeah, the yellow gold represents the joy, the presence of God, and God's anointing. Wow. Whereas gold represents God's holiness, divine nature, and his majesty. Wow, that's amazing. I love therefore, the joy of the Lord. So therefore, in the four directions of the Native American, the yellow road is south, and that's the yellow road and no more tears. No, that's the red road and no more tears. Yellow is is the east where the sun rises. So the yellow represents what now? Oh, I just took it off my phone. Yellow, uh, was that was that the joy of the Lord? Let me bring it back up. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, it, I, was, uh, I believe it said joy of the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, joy, the joy of the Lord. Wow, that's, I mean, that's shoosh. And the West that's, that's is... That's amazing. The West is black, which is... uh. Where where the sun sets, and that's the black Indians, mm-hmm. and the north is white, which is where all the spiritual animals go, and that's Saint Francis, and then the red is the red road, and then more tears, which is the south, and that's the four directions. Mhm. White could also be the glory of the Lord. Um, uh, red is also the blood of uh, blood of Jesus. Uh huh. It's a spiritual world. The red. Did you want me? Go ahead. You can go look it up again if you want to. Oh, did you want me to read it again or no? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yellow and gold are also used to describe fire, and fire represents the presence of God and how God refines us. Deuteronomy four twenty four. Therefore, yellow represents the joy, the presence of God, and God's anointing, whereas gold represents God's holiness, divine nature, and his majesty. Wow. Wow. So the fire is basically the south because that's the red road. Fire is red. And that's the red road and no more tears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered what that meant. No more tears, meaning. 
Well, yes, in Revelation it says, um, you know, he wipes, he'll wipe her out of tears. There'll be no more tears in heaven, just pure bliss, pure joy, pure ecstasy. So, yes, uh-huh. he will wipe away our tears. Yeah. And replace it with joy and happiness and yay. No, the east gate is where heaven's gate is. And maybe yes, I, yes. I, I've been uh, contemplating this, and I've said it on radio a couple of times, but our soul, our feet, you know that that poem about uh, his footprints in the sand where he, he's, he walks beside us and then he's carrying the, wor- the yeah. world, worrisome one, and the, yeah. and the guy says, but I look back and I only see one set of footprints. And he says, but that's when you were tired and weary. I was carrying you. And that's the I am, I am in me. Yes, yes, I am. He I, is the I am. Yes, amen. And our feet are our soul. And the only thing that goes on to heaven is our soul, which is our footprints, which is our our being. And I think all the stars in heaven are the many mansions that he built. Yes, we will have mansions in heaven, that's for sure. And I believe some of those star systems in the galaxy are our are our Zion. Where Zion is. Yeah, Zion, the New Jerusalem. Daddy said we all have to be Christians and believe in Jesus Christ so that we can all meet in Zion one day. Yes, in New Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Amen. And that uh, we, the earth will be destroyed and we'll go up in the rapture. For four years, there'll be famine and cancer and, and all this stuff. And the people left down here will have a chance for four years to believe in Christ. And then we'll come back down and and witness and the ones that believe will get to go back up and in three years they'll come back down and be a new earth with all new 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 beginnings and rebirths and stuff have you heard that yes i've heard um yes the rapture will will be raptured uh, I believe it's three and yeah, around three and a half years. Um, be raptured up the people that believe in Jesus. Yeah, uh-huh. we go asleep in Him. And then the uh, dead in Christ, it says, um, will rise first. Uh huh. And we'll have yeah. a and then on a, on a white stone and a marker. Wait, say that again. We'll have a new name on a white stone marker. Yes, yes. God will give us a new name. New Amen. Name. Yes, He will. Uh huh. And also, yes. the, the Spirit is the Holy Spirit, the gift of God. When Jesus died, He gave us the gift of the Comforter, which is the Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, He did. Yes, He did. Those who believe in Him, that's the Comforter, and He's the Master Physician and everything. Now I was yes, bad. I was thinking that I almost they had me iffy and with cancer for three months until this past uh, Wednesday when I had surgery and it came back a bunch of polyps 
that was in my uterus instead of cancer. So the the power of prayer, and then my uncle, he had a a growth on his pancreas, and through prayer it was prayed away, but he still has one in his stomach and esophagus. But we can keep praying. But I had I had growth on my uh, leg, a polyp, and a cyst, and uh, mm-hmm. my leg got infected. And my preacher came in, and I was twenty, I was nineteen years old, and he said, "Do you want to lose that leg?" And I said, "No." It's twelve o'clock at night, and I was going to have surgery at eight o'clock the next morning. They were going to take my leg. Oh, my stars. I, I was going to get married in June, and this was in May. And he said, I said, no, sir, I don't. And he said, simple. You tell God you'll do for him if he does for you. And just believe That's it right. and say it one time, one time only, and believe it and go to bed. And so I did, and the next morning I woke up, and there, Marty was crying, and Mama Cook was crying, and Dad Cook, and my mom and Dad were crying, and the nurses and the doctors, because they had been working on my leg for a month with putting Kelflex in it and sucking it out and working on it, and I was a new bride. I was only 19 years old, and they pulled back the sheets, and my leg got, went from a basketball down to normal. The streaks were gone. The the, the staff was gone. The the every it was totally healed. My 104 fever was back to normal, and I was healed. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Yes, I believe in signs, miracles, and wonders. Yes, Amen. <laughs> like I've, I've been telling them on on live last two weeks ago. I'm a Christian, a strong Christian, and I believe in Jesus Christ Almighty as my personal Savior, but I've got all these gifts. I'm a shaman. I'm an intuitive. We're born with intuition and instinct. I'm, I'm, I'm prophetic. I heal with my hands. I can see things in people. I write storyboards with, with my shamanic waves. And I get all these gifts from, from the Holy Spirit, no other than the Holy Spirit. And people tend to not like Christians for some reason or another. But if you sing that song, Holy, 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 Lord the God Almighty, early in the morning the sun shall rise for thee, that is God rising in the sun. The sun and the, the sun shine. In the Son of the Holy Spirit, that's that's God. He's that bold and strong. Yes, and He gives us grace and mercy new every day, every day. That's why the gates are at the east, because the sun rises in the east. Yes. And Jesus comes back through the east gate. Yes, He does. Yep, through the sun. Yes, yes. Wow, and you said um, you see things in people. You have a seer anointing where right. you see things in the spirit. Yes, that's called a seer anointing. And yeah. people that have dreams and visions, they also, um, that's a seer anointing also. Right. And it, I speak in tongue, but it takes an interpreter to interpret what I say. 
Mm -hmm. Google the words. But that's yeah. hard. That's hard to do because I can hardly spell them. But I speak in a, <laughs> I speak I speak Hebrew. <laughs> My aunt Rusty said that I speak speak Hebrew like catechism. And uh, cool. yeah, she she wrote that in a in her book, and uh, she didn't say my name, but she said I was giving her all of my words, and she said maybe if we're quiet, she'll give us some more of her words. And then she said she's bringing back the old Hebrew language, and then also I was and I was giving them all to her and giving her the meaning of them and everything. Did you know hey? Mm -hmm. Why was the first name of God? Yes, I have heard that. Yes. Yeah. And Yahweh. 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 Yes. Yahweh. Yes. Ahel. He's got some um, amazing, amazing names. Uh huh. Eman Emmanuel. Shewa. Shiawa, Yahshua. You know, I used to, I used to have a pamphlet with all his names, you know, all his names. Emmanuel. Um, Emmanuel, yes. God within us. He's the rock of our salvation. Bread of life. River mm -hmm. of living waters. No. Alpha and Omega, he's the beginning and the end. Yeah, that was in that was in my Bible studies today in in first John at the end of the Bible. Oh wow. Yeah, it was really good. It was talking about truth and lies and pure love. God is pure love and if you have love in your heart and you have God in your heart, you shouldn't be able to hate your brother. Your brother being your neighbor or, or an acquaintance on the street, they're all your brothers. Everybody's your brother. It's your sister. Yes. Love one another. Yes. God is love. That is truth. And communication. Yes, that's very important. Very important. Because when words are born outside, it's just as bad as thinking them. Thinking something's just as bad as saying it. Yeah, so you have to, you have to, you have to reprogram and you have to turn that thought. You have to hold that thought cap captive and and bring it to good. You know, bring if it's a bad thought, then you change it. Change it. How would you do that? Oh, if a bad thought comes, you just bring it captive and. Um, you know, think positive, plead the blood of Jesus, you know, say, Lord, help me. You know, I need, you know, I need the positive. I need to think positive. But, um, you know, and hold it captive so you're not, you're not holding it within you or holding bitterness, you know, release and forgive. If you're holding bitter, bitterness in, um, that is definitely where you would need to forgive because it, it only hurts the person that's, it, it would only hurt you. If you're not forgiven, it's like carrying that person around you all the time. Um, one time I heard um, in the olden days, they would put 
I guess the person had to do something bad because they would put a dead body on the back of the person on the on the live person that did something, and they'd wrap that dead stinking body that would rot, and it and it was like that rottenness of that person was going to rot that the alive person. So they, um, I heard somebody say that it's like you are carrying around dead carcass, you know, just bitterness, unforgiveness. It, it's just going to eat you up. It, it's going to eat your bones. It's going to eat your skin. It's, you know, it's not good for your health. So once you release and forgive, then it's, you have taken on the love of Jesus and that, that old thing that's hanging on you. Like, let's just say that old body, that rotten body is just falling off and you are a fresh, clean person. So, um, you will have a release. You'll just have a, um, you know, you'll have an ecstasy of joy and love. And they say if you do hold bitterness against somebody or um, if so, if somebody's hurt you, what they say is the best thing to do, well, and that person doesn't like you or hurting you or saying things behind your back, they say you buy that person a present and that will change that person. They're thinking, wow, here I've been talking mean about that person and they're buying me gifts and that person will change their mind towards you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, you know, and, and we're to bless people. If, if somebody or somebody that is talking bad about you or, you know, that doesn't like you for some reason, well, just pray for that person. You know, bless those that curse you. I mean, that's what Jesus said. Bless those that curse you. And yep. then that changes your thought, you know, and, um, and, and, and just bringing it, hoping to bring out the best in that person, you know, just say, you know, Lord, I know that they have, um, um, good inside of them and they, um, you know, help them to release that, that resentment that they have. And, you know, just be nice to the person and then, you know, they'll end up changing, you know, because when you, when you show somebody your love, um, you know, they, they will start receiving, they'll start receiving that love. They're the the love of Jesus. They're the ones that suffer carrying around all that heaviness. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, it only it only weighs you down. And their karma for thinking those things. Mm-hmm. Because I learned a long time ago in school what you say about a person is what you're mirroring in yourself. Oh wow! Yes, I think I have heard that. Yes, or what you what you see like it if somebody has an attribute that you don't like. They say most of the time you have that same bad attribute, whatever it you know it is. Just and, and calling about them um, gets on your nerves. They say you have that same you have that same uh, thing about you. <laughs> yes, and calling a person a name is what you see yourself as. Mm. Yes, and you you know what book um, I'm. I'm sitting and looking at my bookshelf, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but your Aunt Sue, when I lived in um, Eastover, um, North Carolina, it was right next to um, Fayetteville, North Carolina, I went up to see your Aunt Sue, which is your mama's best friend. My godmother. Yes, your godmother, and um, she gave me the book On the Brink of Rapture by your Reverend Frida in Porter. (laughs) <laughs> by your aunt <laughs> yeah she gave me that book and I need to um, I need to finish reading it because it, it looks like it's an amazing book 
Oh, it is. It touches every little thing just right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that was sweet that she gave that book to me, yes. Yeah, she called me the other day. I need to call her back. Oh, how's she doing? She didn't go into detail. She just left me a voicemail. It was the okay. day I got home from surgery, so I waited a while. So it's time to call her back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like calling her the day I got home from surgery. Oh, yeah, you needed to recoup, recoup. I, yeah. I just opened the book, and here it says, God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the author and finisher of our faith, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty, the Great I Am, Jehovah, Yahweh. God is the finisher of all prophecy regarding birth, life, and death of the promised Messiah, as it says in John 19.30. God is the finisher of our faith, of our redemption. God is the author of our faith, of our peace, of our eternal salvation to all who obey him. Yeah, so that was that's towards the back. I was just. I come from a very strong Christian background. Yes, you did. Yes. And a Native American background. Who was um, Native American in your family? Was it your your great great grandmama? No, Grandmama Hill, Daddy's mama. Oh, Daddy's your Daddy's mama. Okay. She's a strong Christian. Most most Native Americans are Christians. Oh, are they? Okay, cool. That's very, very, very good to know. But I was talking about communication. Like, what I learned was to ask somebody, will you do something or would you do something instead of can you or could you? Mm-hmm. Like take out the trash. Can you take out the trash? Of course I can. You think I'm an idiot? But will you take out the trash? Sure I will. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Could you take out the trash? Of course I could. I'm not an invalid. Would you take out the trash? Sure I would. Oh, that's good. I like that. And then also not to put blame on people. Say, I feel sad when you talk to me that way and I need you to talk to me this way instead of you mm-hmm. make, instead of you make me feel because nobody can make you feel anything but yourself yes yes that's good you make me feel yep that yep, book you have, yeah, by, you're in control of your feelings yes you're right that's good that book I read by Terry Lynn Whitaker what you think of me is none of my business is my the best business. book I've that was that was one heck of a book. <laughs> I, I've said that before. Like Guy and I, we were walking somewhere, and um, he doesn't have a, a really big laugh at all. And but I do. I mean, I just woohoo! I just you know, I just belt it out. But um, he said something, and I just laughing out loud. He goes, "Shh, uh, those people can hear you." And I'm uh-huh. like. Or I said, I don't care. I don't care what they think about me. I I am enjoying myself, and I'm enjoying what you said. And, it, you know, I was like, I don't care. But um, even um, 
a um, couple months ago, my pastor, um, well, we had gone on a, uh, a kayaking trip last year, last summer, with uh, some of the people from the church, but he was talking about laughter and joy, and he goes, this is during the church service, he goes, and I just love Mady's laugh. It was so sweet. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I just love to laugh, what can I say? But, um Anyway, life is good, you know. Laughter is fun. Laughter is medicine for your bones. And healing, it's a healing. We need to laugh every day. Yeah. Many times, you know. And I know a lot of, most of the time I talk to you, we are always laughing. So, you know, you, and that's what, when we were in, when we were in junior high, you sat across the room with a bunch of girls. We were in a, um all girl, um, homeroom because we had, our first class was PE, but anyway, we had to meet in homeroom, and that whole class went to um, the girls' PE class. Uh-huh. But I was across on the other side of the room, and I just remember hearing y'all laugh over there, and I was so attracted to wanting to be, like, move seats. I was like, they're having fun. I want to I wanna be where the joy and the fun is. Uh-huh. And, um, and you know what? God brought us together in that PE class. It was amazing. Yeah, and um, that was in ni- that was in ninth. Well, the PE class was in ninth grade, and then when you got your driver's license and would come by my house, um, you know that it, that was a joy. And then we'd um, I had like three three or four months before I got my driver's license, and I thought that was the longest longest time was three or four months. You know, when you're a teenager, it's like that was forever waiting for me to get my driver's license. But anyway. But uh, I mean, I've always had, we always have had uh, such a great time together and just laugh and have fun. I taught you how to drive stick on that Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, on the Volkswagen van. Van, that's right. uh, On that orange Volkswagen van. van. Your dad just dropped it off. Yes, and I remember, I don't even know if I, 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 Oh, it was, we were driving down the road and a policeman in, in my neighborhood, policeman was, came the other way and I forgot to dim my lights. And I said, Oh my gosh, I forgot to dim my lights. Or I don't even know if I had my license then. But he, I pulled over. I said, Kathy, let's switch seats. So we switched seats. And, uh, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't get a ticket because <laughs> I don't think I had my license then. I didn't have it with me, but, um, you know, cause I was practicing and I just didn't feel like I was, you know, getting all those gears right and everything. But, uh, yeah, those are fun days, fun days. Yeah. You we were going but, to gymnastics at Wyatt's yeah. gym. Yes, gymnastics. Yeah, you, you and Beth Diamond would come to gymna- would come to go to gymnastics. Yeah, that was fun. I loved. Wow. You know what? And my dad would um, do handstands in our living room, and um, he was an amazing gymnast. And I would just... I mean that was like my heart's desire. I said, "Oh man, I wanna, I wanna be able to stand on my hands like my dad." And then, um, you know, we got to go to gymnastics. All my uh, five brothers and sisters would go once a week in the tenth and eleventh grade, and uh, I enjoyed that sport. And Paul, that was Mary, a fun. That's a, that's a fun sport. Because you had seven brothers and sisters, right? Yes. And then eight, me made eight. Yes. <clears throat> yes. A big old family. It was it was fun. We had a um my dad got us a trampoline when I was in the tenth grade because we were that was the one thing we wanted. So we got a trampoline 
we had a small pond out front, and he bought us a, a canoe. We'd go out there and canoe. And in the winter, the um, the pond would freeze over, and my father was a um, played hockey, and my mother was a speed skater. So we had extra skates, and we'd go out there and skate on that ice. And, you know, that was just great memories. <laughs> Yeah, but my mother would my mother would take us to the Charlotte Coliseum, the old one uh-huh. on Independence Boulevard, and she'd take us skating. You know, because she you know she loved to skate, and she wanted her kids to learn how to skate. So that's how we learned how to skate. And we'd... she almost made it to the Olympics. Yes. She said, "Man, I regret not going to that. Um, you know, that one. I guess it was like a." She had to like go to it to you know to qualify. Uh-huh. Well, she was the best of the best, but yeah. So yeah. there was three there was three ponds in Michigan, and she was on the fastest one. Yes, yes, she was. Yes, amazing skater. We, yes, she was. About that when you would bring her by a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we came to visit you. Yes, that was fun. Before she yeah, passed, been in a long time. Before she passed away, yes, we came to visit, yes. I got to see your dad, too. Yes, yes. I was close um, to your parents, like you are to mine. Yes, oh, yeah, you had great parents. You had a great papa, and I love your mama. She's still living, and what a blessing she is. Wow. God gave my parents a long life. They were... um, 92 and 93 when they passed. So God well, gave them a great long life, yes. You notice how much longer people are living nowadays? How much? How, how much longer they're living into their hundreds. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, there's a, yeah. you hear of people living into their hundreds now. Wow. And in, and in China, they're living into their 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. My daughter Ashley told me that that virus was to kill the 50 and 60 year olds, and that they think that it was made for a population. And, yeah, that's uh, what I heard. I've heard um, I've heard yeah. a lot of things like it didn't come from bat soup. Um, some people are saying that it was uh, very polluted over there, and um, along with they they in I think they said. Sometime last year, it might have been in the fall, they, they put up all these 5G towers, and that with the um, pollution um, caused the um, the older people, the, the real young or the older people, to get um, a respiratory pneumonia. I've heard that as a theory, and I'm trying to think of what the other one I heard. The radiation, pollution, I can't remember what the other one was. I think those are the two, the pollution and or the radiation, and then the combination of both of those two. Yes. And she said they even, you can't have a babe but one baby, and it's, if it's a if it's a boy, you can have a girl, but that's all. Yes, I've heard, yes, I have heard that. It was a one baby um, country that you could only have one. Damn. So overpopulated. Mm. That's a shame. I know that is. What do you think is going to happen with this coronavirus? I think it's blown out of proportion. 
Well, I, I have been um, keeping oh. up with some people that are into um, natural herbs and, and, and natural herbs for healing because um, the natural herbs, they were, they were used up until the early 1900s. And then the, um, that's what everybody used, but then pharmaceutical came and they said, well, we can't, we can't make any money off of natural herbs. So they would take the natural herb that heals a certain body part and they would make it almost like the herb, but like missing something. So it would heal like whatever part they're working on. Let's say they were working on the, on the liver. Well, it would start healing the liver. But it would send a side effect, the, the missing part of the whole herb that they weren't using would send um, a signal, and then that would cause the um, the side effects. So, um, so what I've heard for the for the healing for the um, coronavirus that um, is vitamin C, and ye- and eons ago they used to use the um, vitamin C. Um, IVs. They would um, IV the vitamin C, and they said that kills bunches of, of viruses and diseases. So I did hear that they were um, China had ordered or had gotten a bunch of IVs, um, and it's, it has to be a large dose. I'm not really sure what um, you know how many milligrams, whatever they it has to be. But anyway, so that's what they were that they're working, and so it's helping to keep the people from from getting worse or, or healing the people. I so I hope that knocks it all out. But I'm, but they're got going. The thing is that I'm confused over is they're telling they're saying that you know people in different countries are having it. I'm like, well, how do they know? Are they doing a test, or is it just because somebody gets the flu they're calling it that virus? So I don't know. I haven't. I've done a little research, but not you know. What does God think about it? You know what? He has been so busy with work, and we've been working on our fans, and and we were working on our doc tonight. So we really just haven't had a chance to really talk about it. You oh. know, when he comes home, he just um, he just had a busy day. But he did say that his work told him that to bring their their laptops home every night in case they in case the, the company says y'all work from home and don't come in. So um, he's. So that's where, you know, his company, but they did stop all international travel, um, even though Guy wasn't doing any international travel. But, you know, there's a lot of people within the company that does. So uh-huh. they've stopped um, all that travel, you know, until they find out what's going on. But so I don't know if, if some of, if it is born, born, born out of proportion because they're just saying, oh, somebody has a flu, a flu you know, maybe it's the coronavirus. I don't know. But I, I think it's they said like, that these they said that these uh, ships, these cruise ships, were like petri dishes. They showed an aerial view of like uh, Google Earth, and they uh-huh, showed uh-huh. all the cruise ships in the in the ocean, and they mm-hmm. were just they were just jam packed together, looking for a place to dock. And they oh, called wow. they called it the petri dish of the coronavirus. Wow. Well, I did hear I did hear that um, I'm not sure how many cruise ships, but I know at least one I heard that they had 5G on the cruise cruise ship, and a lot of people were getting the virus from that. So we don't, you know, it's like, is it the 5G that's that's doing this? What is so, the 5G? 
5G, um, our phones are on 4G network. Uh-huh. And um, I had my phone completely died last week, so I had to go into Verizon and get a new phone. And um, they, we were talking about the 4G and the 5G. Like, right now we're in 4G. Well, the towers for 4G can be very far apart because they can signal each other. But they were telling me that the 5G has to be closer, and but the 5G is so powerful. So a lot of people are saying that the 5G is... Um, is at such a high frequency that people can get sick from it, from the high frequency. Um, and I have heard in the, you know, a while back, six months or so, that there were birds around the 5Gs that they were dying, and the cows, I think they even said some cows had died. And I'm thinking, what? oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, because the frequency is so high and it's affecting everybody's body. So I'm not excited about 5G at, at all. They're, they want faster service for ourselves. But I'm like, why don't we just keep 4G, keep everybody healthy? And there are a lot of people out there trying to warn and trying to stop the 5G um, I've that I've seen, seen and heard. I hear this very high frequency in my ear and in my body every once in a while. And it, it's so high that it, Nobody else can hear it. Ashley can't hear it. Avery can't hear it. Mama can't hear it. Nobody else can. My kids can't hear it. But I hear it. And it's real high frequency. I had my ears tested. And they said it was off the chart that I could hear a mile down the road. My hearing was set at 148 where instead of 100%, I, I could hear it 148%. And, uh, wow. My, no, and they said my high frequency was off the charts. And so I can hear that when, they, when, it's, when it's on. I can hear that frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You have any metal or anything in your body that would cause that, like, no, place in your hips or legs or... I've got two two hip replacements, but I've always heard it, even before the hip replacements. Oh, okay, okay. It's always been there. But I feel it in my body, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I, 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 know and, I feel like when, the, a, when a brainstorm's coming, I had an accident with my ankle, and my ankle gets sensitive, and I can tell before it gets um, people that have accidents areas of their body it just your your ankle my ankle would just feel different and i'm like oh no it's going to start raining <laughs> yeah. so it's it's a frequency yeah. anyway i've got a, a natural i've got a natural weather channel on myself <laughs> yeah but I, I play with it and change the frequency like a radio doll mm-hmm <laughs> And I change the frequency sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, God has given us ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So, You know, I was reading Revelations yesterday and today, and I saw where it said, those who have ears to hear, listen. And then also in John today, it said, those who have ears to hear, listen. Mm-hmm. We'll hear. Those who have ears to listen will hear. It said it two times. 
and wow. two different books of the Bible. My niece Meredith, my niece Meredith Hill gave me this Bible. It's got big, big words so I can see without my glasses. Oh, good! You got a, a large print. I need to get one because I have to wear my reading glasses when I yeah when I read books in my Bible. Yes. What um, oh, what uh, is it? The Passion Translation. Oh, that's a new translation. That's awesome. The Passion Translation. Um, is it King James Version, New International? Let me yeah. see. It's the Holy Bible, and it's the uh, HCSB, Holman Bible Publishers, Nashville, Tennessee, Holman. Cool. It doesn't well, say... Isn't that sweet of Meredith to give you one? That was precious. She gave me a lot of her kitchen stuff and and her uh, her living room suit when mine went down with mold again. Mhm. And she just happened to stick this bomb in there. It's got a picture of his uh, picture of Jesus's uh, thorn thorn crown on there. Wow. Well, you know what? You gave you gave me a Bible in the 80s and a New Living Translation, and you signed yeah. it, and I still have that Bible. Do you? Yes, yes. I'll have to take a picture of your, of your little note you put inside to me. It was really sweet. I gave you the prayer of Jabez, too. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Lord, yes, keep, keep my horizons wide. Broaden my territories, prosper me plenty. Keep the enemy far, far away from me. Yes, amen. Amen. Mady, it's been a great pleasure having you on. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's been great catching up with you. It's been great catching up with you, too. I hope you come back soon. Yes, I hope to, too. <laughs> I and need to come back and see ya. Okay. This is Mady Hewlett Lowry and Kathy Hill Cook signing off March the tenth, two thousand and twenty. Bridging Wisdom. And we are off the air with John DeBoer's music.